Peace and blessings, everybody. You're listening to The Good Brother Experience, where it is I, the good brother, the original black man. I am Reek. What's happening? Keep your ass in the crib. Just do it, man. But stay hydrated while you do so. You got to make sure that the water is getting combined with the toxins, that's getting combined with the blood vessels, that's getting combined with the B's and the C's and the, all other kind of vitamins that you're putting into your body in the meantime, in between time. Make sure you got some airborne up in there, vitamin C vibes. Do what you got to do to stay alive out here. And if you don't got to go to work, keep your ass in the house just do it uh and while you're in the house wash your hands anyway fuck it know what i mean sometimes you begin your masturbation on i know how it go wash your hands sometimes you want to type on the laptop one time clorox that thing wash your hands all the doorknobs going on you was touching those doorknobs prior to you even knowing about the coronavirus maybe the doorknobs might still have some whatnot on it wipe the doorknobs down wash your hands the uh, handle to your refrigerator, wash your hands, Clorox that down. We are not getting sick. You understand me? We got Kevin Durant with the whatnot, Idris Alba with the whatnot, Rudy Gobert with the whatnot, Donovan Mitchell with the whatnot. It's reported that some Lakers got the whatnot. Niggas is out here getting that whatnot. Make sure you don't get the whatnot. So while you're in the house, do me a favor. Please, please, please. Rate me and review me on the Apple iPhone app, whether you be on the iPad, maybe listen to me on a computer and you're listening to um, a, listen, listening to me on a Mac computer, whatever the fuck you're doing, go to the podcast app, rate me five stars. If you rate me four, three, two or one, I would have no choice but to believe that you got hatred in your bloodstream and I don't want to believe that about you. Is there any other announcements? Oh. Uh, as you know, today is the fucking good brother uh, experience email portion. Know what I'm saying? So if you want to write into me, please uh, type in goodbrotherexperience@yahoo.com. Send those emails in. As you can see, I have a lot of fucking time these days, even more time than ever before. So yeah, man, I'm gonna say it again: goodbrotherexperience@yahoo.com. No the, just good brother experience. All right, let's get to the first email, and this is from Kaikia Kiakaya. Jack in the box feedback. Hi, Reek. I had fun. The party was dope. Plenty of cuties in the building. It was a vibe. However, my issue is with the DJ. He is trash. For the true dancers like myself, it was very frustrating. You can tell he doesn't make women come in real life. I say this because he got us hyped and let us down. A fucking combination of angry and dissatisfied emojis followed after that sentence. Now, I will admit he played good music, however, his transitions were horrible, and he cut off major songs at least 15 times. When he cut off Dutty Wine, song I was like, God damn, I want to choke this nigga. I came to shake my ass, Reek. Who does that? Then he came to play some bullshit right after that. Overall, it was a good time. I didn't need you to get a better DJ or tell him to practice. Reek, I love to dance. I would suggest he goes to the Freedom Party to get some pointers. One of the best parties in New York City, $10 cover, there's a whole bunch of laughing emojis. No excuses with the winky face. It's the type of party that you had to get mad at yourself because you had not gone to the bathroom 
and you're not on the dance floor. Oh, okay. It's that part that you get mad at yourself because you had to go to the bathroom and you're not on the dance floor. Got it, got it, got it. It's a type of party that you can walk into wasted. You said subtitle. I'm guessing subtle. That you can walk in, let's say a little. It's a type of party that you can walk in a little wasted and leave out sober because you danced all night. We all have room to grow. You gotta go to said party so you can experience what I'm talking about. There was one on March 27th on Friday from 5 to 11 p.m. It would be very remiss of me if I didn't tell it to you. I want to see you win. Much love. The good people. Kaya Kia. Kia Kaya. Sent from my iPhone. Well, first and foremost, I would not be going to any party on the 27th of March because the cooties is out there. And if I don't do nothing else, if I have not pledged anything else if i have not articulated anything else if i have not been on the forefront of anything else i do not trust white people and i know for a fact if i go to that freedom party on march 27th from 5 to 11 p.m there's going to be some white people there and them niggas have the cooties before i even continue there was a girl on twitter she didn't get no retweets or anything but i follow her i forgot her at name by the way but she was saying that, you know, she was in the gym and the gym has a shared shower and all the women are looking at each other's shower. It's not a big secret. So she's in there doing her thing after a good workout and she's looking at this white woman. She has a whole bunch of uh, shampoo and conditioner. She got, this, she got the shampoo running. She got the conditioner running. Hair is real lathered up. You know what I mean, and it wasn't even sudsy. You know what I mean, it was just enough just to get the job done. And she let... The shampoo from her hair run onto her body, rinse that shit off, rinse the hair off, and got out the shower, my nigga. What the fuck is going on? I told y'all that in 2015 when I was on the He-Man Woman Haters Club. I've been told y'all about this. And if you wasn't listening to me in 2015, listen to me now. Shout out to my man, Bonzi. It's T-H-E-E, Bonzi, B-O-N-D-S-Y on fucking Instagram. This nigga told me that he was working at Models at the time. And he was speaking with the white women in the break room. And they were saying amongst themselves, like, I don't really put soap on, like, on my entire body. Not every day. I wash my hair every day. And they let the shampoo run from their head to their fucking body then rinse that shit off it was white men that proclaimed that they do not wash their legs in the shower they just wash their torso wash their face and then let the fucking soap drip down neil brennan a famous comedian he um, wrote the Chappelle show he was talking to uh his co-host about it on his podcast and he was trying to actually verbalize why it's asinine to wash your legs. This is what's going on. You have this snooty white, intelligent white, accomplished whites telling you why they don't wash their legs. What the fuck is going on here? So there will be no partying for the near future. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Niggas that don't even put soap on their entire bodies out here going outside. But as far as my party is concerned. Yeah, we ran into a little DJing issue. Uh, we overbooked. We was only supposed to have two DJs. It was going to be the same two DJs as before because the niggas had to party Liddy again. We brought this third guy in. Um, we weren't even supposed to. Uh, it was just miscommunication on our behalf. 
And I definitely want to apologize for that. And I was moving all over the place. I was drinking. I was conversing with everybody. I was doing temperature checks. I was making sure that everybody washed their hands. I was getting people in. I was getting people out. People was getting too drunk. I had to escort some people outside on the low. A whole bunch of shit was going on. But all together, thank you for coming. And I hope you got to shake your ass just a little bit. And I mean, I definitely I do appreciate you coming. You look great that night, Kaya, Kia, Kia, Kaya. That was the second time we met one another, and hopefully that won't be the last. Uh, was there anything else pertinent that you said in this email that I want to address in regards to the party? You had fun. You wasn't fucking with the DJ. You're talking about going amongst the white people. He needs to practice. All right. I fucking covered everything. All right. Let's go to this email right here. Small talk is trash. This is coming from Core the Ruler. Yo, what's good, my guy? Just checking in and still fucking with the show. But nigga, on 26.3, when you talked about small talk fucking up the mood, when you're trying to vibe and be left alone, it's factual. Okay, you must be talking about when um when you're at work and you're just trying to eat and go through your lunch break and niggas coming through and fucking up your feng shui with uh, small talk. For example, some days I can be up from 6 a.m., Till 11 p.m. working. God damn, nigga, what the fuck do you do? Around about 8 p.m., I'll put in my headphones, listen to some podcast music, and get in my zone. Now, I work with this one old head nigga that tries to spark up convo talking about random shit. And it's awkward as hell because he clearly can see the big ass Dre beats pros in my ear. One time, for instance, he randomly asked me, would I go take a 5K or run through a gauntlet that's 50 yards, 50 times, and try to get past Ray Lewis, Troy Palomalu, John Lynch, and Cam Chancellor? Now, I pause for a few seconds, not to think about what I take the money, but to hold me in asking, what the fuck is wrong with you? Okay. Now, I pause for a few minutes, not to think about what I take the money, but to hold in me asking, oh, okay. So you pause for a second, not to be like, hmm, why I take this money? But you had to take a moment to collect yourself, to not say out loud, Yo fam, what the fuck is wrong with you, my nigga? You don't see me with these Draby pros in my ear? You think I'm trying to talk about Cam Chancellor and Ray Lewis? The fuck out of here, bro. I'm in my, I'm in my zone. Anywho, but I simply said no. In response to my answer, this dude started yelling out, I'll take a concussion. Give me the money. My nigga, I'm 6'1 and stocky as hell. But I wouldn't think twice about saying no to some stupid, I'm a crackhead and I need money shit like that. <laughs> and the funny part is the old head is about 5'4 and 167 pounds. And he's about uh, 55 years old. But much love, support, and keep doing your thing. Much love, good brother. Yeah, man, that's what I'm saying, bro. You over here working power hours, working 5,000 hours a day. You're doing your thing the way you're supposed to be doing your thing. And some old head nigga that's 55 years old and 5'4 and 167 pounds is talking about, will you fucking do a 5K and take the hits from some of the hardest hitting men in football history? That shit is fucking awful. I mean, I remember when back in the day when I had a job, I would sit there, I would eat my food. And there was this white dude named Eric. I'll never forget Eric. He's one of the more peculiar men I've ever met. We're sitting there. We're chilling. Well, let me rephrase that. 
I'm sitting there, I'm chilling, and due to the fact that we got trained on the job with one another, you know what I mean, he saw me as a familiar face and wanted to take a seat. Like, hey, Tariq, what's up, man? Uh, can I sit here? Like, yeah, Eric, it's all good, man. Do your thing. So he's sitting here, and he's eating his turkey and cheese sandwich. I don't think there was any sauce on that thing. Just big, dry vibes. Uh, I brought some food from home. I forgot what I was eating at the time. And um, drinking some juice. And just like you, I had my headphones in. And I was listening to some type of podcast. forgot what I was listening to, but I was listening to something. And he was like, hey, man, uh, how do you feel about those headphones? I'm like, oh, they're pretty high. They get the job done. He was like, how do you feel about sound in general? like well sound is very important to me same way sound will be important to anybody else that has the gift of hearing i guess he was like yeah man but i really take sound really seriously and you know when you get the best sound is through a record player and i'm like oh my god here we go so i'm like really he's like yeah man you have car stereos you can have headphones but you can't quite get the decimators that you can quite get on those old school record players, man. CDs can do it. You know, they can change the frequencies on CDs. And I mean, them shits are up for interpretation as far as the listening experience. But the sound of record players, man, it's and it, it can't be those new vinyls that's been coming out for merchandise. It got to be those old vinyls, man, like the stylistics and stuff, man. He was a white dude. Yeah, man, you, you got to have like that, that, that quintessential... I can't really explain it, but that that sound, man, it's just, I'm very big into sound, Tariq, I can't lie to you. I'm like, but nigga, I never asked you if you're going to be telling me the fucking truth. I don't give a fuck if you lie to me or not. I'm trying to eat my sandwich or my rice-a-roni, whatever the fuck I was eating. Get the fuck out of here, Eric. But yeah, man, Eric was just very persistent about telling me about sound. And that's one of 5,000 horror stories about niggas ruining your lunchtime, ruining your downtime, ruining your break. I wanted to talk about nonsense, my nigga. That shit is fucking whack as hell. Matter of fact, every so often, I'm going to tell you sometimes to where I was at my jobs and niggas will fuck around and just invade my personal space but tell me fucking nonsense about their kids or tell me nonsense about what was going on at their house or wanted to talk about cars with me or, hey, man, have uh, have you seen that game? You saw, saw the game last night, Tariq? Yeah, I saw the fucking game last night, man. What do you want to talk about? Fuck. <laughs> They pulled it out, didn't they? Like, yo, get the fuck out of here, son. Let me just eat my food, yo. All right, let's get to another email because I'm getting angry. Uh, Hangover remedy. Drink a Pedialyte and take two Excedrin before drinking. This is coming from Treshun. Treshun. T-R-A-E-S-H-U-N. Treshun. Shout out to you, Tration, Trayshawn, Trayshun, Trayshun. Anyway, drink a Pedialyte and take two Excedrin before drinking. You should be all right. Love the show. Listen to every episode. Keep it up, bro. You're the best one-man podcast out there sent from my iPhone. Shout out to you, Trayshawn, 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 Tray, whatever the fuck is going on. Trey. I will do so. Um, I recently took the advice of another listener that told me to drink coconut water when I was hungover. And I can't really tell you if it did the trick, but what I can tell you is that coconut water is fucking garbage, my nigga. And this is coming from a man that drinks bourbon, I drink whiskey, I drink beer. Coconut water, my nigga, is the poo-poo, son. That shit is goop. 
Ew, son. I remember when I was in DR and there was somebody that was walking around with the coconuts in their hand. And you know, I copped them for the aesthetic for $4. And then after I copped that shit, I took a sip of that shit. I placed that shit on a fucking nearby counter and I walked away. And I went to go get some more liquor because that shit was the nonsense, my nigga. I was not fucking with that shit at all. So, for the man that told me to get coconut water, I know your intentions were pure. But that shit was some bullshit, bro. Next email. This is coming from Vince, and it is entitled Movies. Did you ever get to see 21 Bridges? Thoughts? Speaking of movies, I know it's old, but I need to hear your take on Get Out. I did see 21 Bridges, and uh, the plot was very... How can I say this? Generic. It was the guy who was the son of a fucking cop. He wanted to seek vengeance on some niggas that was wilding around, shooting his co-workers, and then he wound up catching the bad guys at the end. It was okay. It, was a, it wasn't a waste of 90 minutes. I mean, what I can tell you is 20 minutes into the movie, I knew what was going to happen. But just seeing it play out and I guess, you know what? I take that back. That movie showed me that you can't trust white women because 21 Bridges has been out. I don't know if you guys have seen the movie or not. But at the end of the, at the, end of the fucking movie, the two bandits that were shooting everybody and killing everyone, someone was willing to confess and bring down what was actually happening because it was like some accountant shit that was going on niggas was embezzling and funneling money where they wasn't supposed to be embezzling and funneling money and it was actually cops that was on a job so what they would do is they'll go around and not commit i'm sorry they would not arrest certain people for doing certain crimes because that was the money that was going in towards their pension right being a cop is hard work i understand but you have this brother that put his trust in the chadwick bozeman they was on a subway car. They are speaking to one another. He was like, yo, bro, they're going to kill me as soon as they see me. Chad was, was like, yo, it's only us two on the train. And some white woman came from out of fucking nowhere while she was already shot and boom, this nigga. Bow! Right in front of everybody. I'm like, see, this is the shit I'm talking about, man. This is what I'm saying. Trust in yourself. The white women are out here just showering, putting the fucking shampoo in their hair, letting it drip down ever so softly big gross vibes my nigga so yeah man but outside of that Chadwick Boseman definitely got to seek vengeance for his man so I definitely fuck with it it was alright I mean if it's one of the movies that if you're uh just channel surfing and that shit is on TNT you can catch that shit wherever the movie is at and then you can watch it from there I can't hold you it's a very good TNT TBS FX type of movie uh as far as Get Out I believe that Get Out was very unique and i think that's what's missing right now in the movie industry and you're talking to someone who's never acted i've never produced i never directed i never shot so what the fuck is my viewpoint in this standpoint but it's very rare where you see like original scripts you're seeing a lot of remakes you're seeing a lot of things with very similar plot lines along the lines of 21 bridges i've seen 21 bridges a million times know what i mean uh uh, District 87 or some shit like that. Some movie like Woody Harrelson. All those cop movies to where like, oh, we're all friends. It's all good. Oh shit, we're not friends no more. Oh shit, somebody's bugging. Oh shit, somebody got shot. Oh man, let's save it. Oh man, the person that was wild is actually in the pa- in the task force. Oh shucks, now we gotta arrest him and now we gotta fucking fight what was once our brethren. I've seen that movie a million times, man. But Get Out, I've never seen a movie like that. Know what I'm saying? When it was a dude white girlfriend about to go meet the parents but the parents are just out here 
and the communities just out here taking the bodies of black people just so they can fucking live longer and be stronger and be in the game and once their body is uh is pretty much goop they go to the fresh body like i can that's some shit i never even witnessed the sunken place the clicking of the teacup and i mean how shorty was eating cereal and the milk separately and now it's supposed to stand for some type of racism and the 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 different things that you can get as far as what the shit was supposed to symbolize and the intricacies of the movie and things that you can interpret based on your own perception of what you think racism is all that shit was just a trip you know what i mean it's definitely something that i recommend for everybody to see because i'm just really into original screenwriting and if that shit did nothing else for me it introduced an original story which was well executed by a brilliant director so yeah man that's going to conclude the email portion of this week you know what i mean i'm going to talk to you niggas on 30.1 we still quarantined we still in the cribbington we still doing what got to be done we still ain't getting no hoes we can't link for the happy hour i'm fucking upset about that it's all good thank you for everybody that braved the coronavirus that came to my fucking party on saturday once again once this corona shit goes down jack in the box is definitely coming back in a major way peace and blessings pass the dressing i'm gonna holla at niggas on monday